You want to know one reason I, why I liked it a little bit more? Why? Because we had like an Eric LaSalle sighting. Dude, it was awesome. Seeing Soul Glow. <laughs> I was like, it's just, dude, just uh, so Yeah, dude, I was did the same thing. Soul, soul Glow. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fiction. This is the one where we review the uh, early 2017 blockbuster, the highly anticipated film, Logan. Jacob, let's check out that trailer. She's like you. Very much like you. I am not whatever it is you think I am. She needs our help. Someone will come along. Someone has come along. This is what life looks like. People who love each other. A home. You should take a moment. Feel it. Time. Thank you, Jacob. I am Brandon Rabar, joined as always by Jacob Crisp and Rachel Jameson. This is Pulp Fiction. And uh, Logan, this is the final in the uh, what seems like a never-ending series of Wolverine movies. They've tried it over and over and over again. Uh, we've seen Hugh Jackman play Wolverine countless times, whether it be X-Men movies or standalone features. But this one has been getting all kinds of buzz. Uh, the critical reviews are off the charts. Uh, the the crowd and fan hype has been off the charts. Here is how it's described. In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an alien Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by dark forces. So, um, does the movie live up to the hype? Did you guys enjoy this movie? Are you Logan fans? Jacob, Rachel, your thoughts on the movie? Yeah, seriously. Do we talk about X-Men first? Do we talk about James Bangold first? I mean, um, it's, yeah. It, um, I would like to, let's talk about X-Men first. Let's, let's, before we talk about a little bit about the movie. Um, I know Rachel is probably the biggest fan in the room, but I mean, I loved X-Men too. I watched the cartoons growing up and Wolverine is my favorite comic character. Oh, um, overall? Just period? Oh yeah, absolutely. He's really? a cool character. Did you know that, Rachel? Uh-uh. Yeah, did I? Yeah, well, it's uh, not... You've never shared... We've, yeah, we've we talked this... about it. We've talked about it before. You uh... just don't listen. <laughs> you don't listen to me anymore. I think maybe Randy. in my mind it was just Batman just because of all the oh, crap that no, we... Oh, no, man. Batman's stupid. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? No, I like Batman. Okay. I just like uh, <laughs> I was, bust your balls, man. <laughs> I was like so happy and mad at the same time. No, no. no. Wolverine's my favorite. He's man's okay. man. He's yeah, cool. I, I love Wolverine. Uh, and so I like him. growing up, just been a fun character. Um, I think Hugh Jackman's done an awesome job through the years playing Wolverine. Yeah. Um, so nah, that's it for me, X- X-Men wise. There. How about you, Rich? My thoughts on X-Men? Yeah been a major disappointment lately so i didn't know what to think about this <laughs> good point <laughs> but um i grew up with the x-men i'm in that generation i'm i'm somewhere in between the two of you brandon you know he was probably too old for x-men 
Wait, do you think I like read watching, Archie Crum comics it, growing up? You were watching wait, wait, Popeye wait, 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 and okay, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. I did love Popeye. Exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm more of a classic, you know, Spider-Man, Superman, not Batman, like that era. <laughs> You're Marvel, not DC comics. I'm definitely a Marvel guy, not DC. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I always grew up. I loved Spider-Man, Hulk, Captain America. They're just more fun characters. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, Superman's a he's a Boy Scout, and Batman is. You know, like you always say, is kind of boring. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Gosh. <laughs> man, Jacob's killing it so far. <laughs> Best podcast ever. Yeah, uh, but you are an X Men fan. I You're am an X Men fan. fan. I grew up watching it with my brothers, and my cousins. So, um, I read a few of the comics. Uh, I watched the series a lot. We watched the series all the time. We collected the cards. We did the whole thing. So, I yeah, the I was cards. Pretty yeah. big X-Men yeah, I, I liked X-Men. And there was some crossover with like the other Marvel superheroes that I liked, so I dug them. And, uh, yeah, I liked Wolverine quite a bit. He'd be in like, my top ten superheroes list. Yeah, he'd what, be in mine, too. Uh, who's your favorite X-Men? Gambit. Uh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's cool, too. Which yeah. will which, be Channing Tatum, which just is so weird to me, but okay. They really missed a window on... On Gambit movies, I feel like. Yeah, they did. I mean, maybe. Because now it's kind of like, who cares? Well, Because like, we've seen so many X-Men. It's just weird just they've that... pulled in so many characters, but Gambit's and not one of them. And he's a huge one. Yeah. yeah. It is weird. It, he certainly is an interesting, would be a fun one to have. Yeah. And then, you know, they can't even get Jubilee right yet. She's in almost every movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. But uh, Wolverine is definitely the most iconic yeah, of the sure. X-Men heroes. Um, and really, he, he's one of the most iconic Marvel heroes, period. Uh, he's kind of gotten the short end of the stick just because the X-Men haven't been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, you mean movie-wise? Yeah, movie-wise. Movie-wise. Uh, so I kind of feel like the X-Men themselves have kind of gotten the short end of the stick on that point because it kind of feels like everybody thinks that Because they're owned by Fox, right? Yes. Right, yeah. And there's been some talk, hopefully they can do the same type of deal that Sony and... Uh, Marvel did with Spider-Man, but at this point it might be kind of too late. Maybe, I don't know if short in the stick stick is the right way to put it because, gosh, we've had Hugh Jackman, I was thinking about this earlier, he's been doing Wolverine for 17 years now. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's maybe crazy. it's more so that we're burned out on X-Men and we don't, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. This is our third Wolverine movie. Yeah, standalone. You know, standalone Wolverine And the, and the first two weren't very good. No, they weren't. Uh, I mean, actually, the Origins was Pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah Origins was. was just straight yep. up bad. Yep, Honestly, the Wolverine. You, I mean, it was, the Wolverine it was just was weird. Better. It was, it was weird. better though. Yeah, but yeah. he like went to Japan and like I don't like it was just a weird. Well, I guess it was a different storyline, which this was too, right? right? And um, I heard an argument where Fox is now kind of breaking away from stand like Marvel type storylines, you know, and they can kind of start venturing out and doing these kinds of. Uh, uh, stories where you know oh by the way we always spoil here on Pulp Fiction uh, you know just be prepared for that if you don't want to get spoiled by anything go watch the movie come back and listen to us we just don't like to uh, talk about it you know 20 minutes after talking about it right. <laughs> yeah. like hit our points 20 minutes after yeah. talking about it um, but um, my point what was my point that they're going to do maybe some standalone movies yeah, so, like this. Well, no, it's just more so that they can they can venture out and try new things oh. as opposed to, you know, being in the future, dealing with um, really kind of a simple, more simple storyline, not, you know, beams shooting out of the sky every single, every single movie yeah. like Marvel kind of does. They definitely have a formula 
And while they're good movies, they are definitely all feeling the same thing, right? And that's why that's one of the things that's really kind of been highly um, praised by Logan was that they tried something new, right. and it's and, and it's working great. One being it be you know it being rated R, uh, yeah, two being like you know simple in nature like um, bad guys or. You know, they're just trying to track down a group of kids, you know, something right, like that. Right, it wasn't some big, huge, it didn't feel like a big, huge action movie. It was like the action was like a side effect of the drama instead of... kind of what I love about it. I don't know yeah. if we want to get into all of that let's, right yeah. away. Yeah, but. I should say, let's back off of that real quick. And uh, I want to talk about James Mangold because, you know, we talk about uh, Scorsese, uh, Spielberg, Tarantino on, on here on Pulp Fiction, but... <laughs> How do we? How much do we often talk about James Mangold? When are we going to have another opportunity? Uh, I'm actually looking up uh, his writing credits because it looks like he writes most of the movies he directs, and it consists of uh, Copland, Girl Interrupted, Kate and Leopold, Walk the Line. Uh, those are the ones that he's written. Um, Directing is pretty much the same. He also directed The Wolverine, um, so which is weird. Like, my guess is that he probably has a little bit of a comic book background because I think he wrote this movie. He wrote Wolverine pretty well in Logan. Um, and actually, I'd say with the Wolverine, since that kind of interest is in Japan, he's comfortable writing him in different settings, right? Right. Uh, he also uh, directed Three Ten to Yuma, a movie that Which you I like love. a lot. Yeah. Um, a couple other ones, but really, that's about it. So honestly, when you look at his resume, he's all over the map. Yeah. As far as genre, I mean, Walk the Line, yeah. Copland. I mean, both both good movies. Uh, obviously, yeah. I love Copland. Yeah. It's kind of a forgotten movie. It is. Yeah. Um. So I think he's. Got some pretty good writing chops, and that he, is it is interesting though his his skill set is kind of all over the place yeah. as far as genres go. Um, I always I think it's cool when we can have writer directors. Yeah, uh, I think he landed this one. I think yeah, and all um, those movies are pretty good. Like none of them are really amazing, but they're all pretty good. Yeah, they're all solid movies. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, Girl interrupted, you know, solid movie. Night and day, solid. Wait. <laughs> I kind of liked Night and Day. Yeah, I actually didn't watch it, so I can't criticize no. it. I guess that was that was bad on me. <laughs> um, but you know what, Kate and Leopold. Actually, that's not that's not a bad love movie, <laughs> a love story. <laughs> Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen it. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, it's not bad. So yeah, James Mangold directed. Look to talk about Logan. I really enjoyed it. It was a great movie. It was something different. Um, I love the the fact that it was rated R, and that they kind of saw what you can do with claws. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was way more realistic. Uh, Dude, I think I clapped, or I almost clapped, or I... Out the gate? Or I internally clapped. No, the first time he actually attacked somebody, I was like, yes, that's exactly what it would do. (laughs) Like, I felt, oh, I loved it so much. Yeah, because like in all the other X-Men movies, he's got these claws, and you hear these like, like he'll be like attacking people... With like human skin, and you'll hear like, like a metal scrape, like yeah, <laughs> snacks like, no, on a barbed wire. You have knives on your hands, <laughs> yeah. like you're dead. You're ripping people's guts yeah. out. That's how it would be. It was brutal. Though. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I, I I certainly enjoyed that. Um, I thought the well overall. I mean, what can you say? The storyline was good. It was interesting. I thought how they handled Old Man Logan and Old Man Professor X was interesting. Um, I thought Patrick Stewart was great in this. Honestly, I thought Hugh Jackman was great in this. It's so awesome that he treats this role 
like in the higher like he just puts so much into it yeah, and i think does. the fans i certainly appreciate it yeah uh, i know people always criticize as far as looks wise okay he's six foot tall and wolverine was five foot yeah, five or whatever was, yeah. that's whatever if you really want to get down to it but hugh jackman has been look and we did a top a top five actors who portrayed comic characters and and let's just say that low you know hugh jackman came up quite a bit he, he's been so great for this role if this is in fact his last time doing uh you know wolverine it was a great way to go out um you know a lot of people don't have a choice on when they go out on their roles because by the third or fourth movie they it's they just butchered the yeah the character right. yeah. and they don't have a choice in the matter they're moving right. on to somebody else toby mcguire and then to uh, homeboy and he just kind of didn't have a prayer of a chance because Andrew they Garfield. just rebooted spider-man too right. quickly yeah. right. now it looks like they got something right but i mean and this kid could have a chance to do some great spider-man movies if they can just keep the good storylines going but back to hugh jackman you know he it's a nice way to go out you know high praise I mean, crap. When was that like 99% at first when it came yeah. out? Yeah, it was for a long time. You know, it's like at 92 now, which is still ridiculously high. Which is awesome. I mean, yeah. that's great. I'm yeah. happy for him. Yeah. Happy for the franchise. I don't think that X-Men movies are going to rebound, but I think it's nice. It's kind of a cool... It's just, it's just, it's a different comic book movie. I think it's a good send-off for X-Men, period, just because I don't know how they'll rebound. They'll probably make some more X-Men movies, but I just... Uh, between... Burnout and the last one being so bad, and I just don't see any way that they can kind of refinagle it into becoming a, a successful series going forward. Now, I heard that they're recasting Wolverine, Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Oh, are they? That's what I heard. I hadn't, I haven't actually read it, but someone was just telling me it too. I don't really? know. They're working, like, I know they have like new mutants in the works, right. and they'll, they'll probably like focus that. on these, like, the little kids, the X23s or whatever. They're called in this movie, the little kids. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know going forward how much audiences can take of X Men. Like, we've just had so many. Yeah, but how much can uh, can audiences take of Iron Man? Here's my deal with X Men, though. Yeah. Captain like, America, you know. Here, here's part of the reason why I love X Men. There's like limitless possibilities. You can always introduce somebody new with different powers that can all work in different. Like, you mean like Marvel like, comic characters? No, you mean like uh, Avengers comic characters? I mean, you can, but you know all of these people. Like, you can bring in a lot of mutants that just the the casual fan is not going to know who they are, but they have an entire canon behind them. You know what you I mean? You mean like, like a, Thor or Iron Man or, <laughs> you know, something like that. But, but honestly, a, that's actually proving your point. It is. And that's why it's kind of funny when it comes to the Gambit comment, is that how they did not exploit that well enough. They, they found that Wolverine worked within X-Men and they only stuck with Wolverine. Right. They were scared to do an Origins uh, Magneto movie, which would have been really cool. Yeah, it would have been That awesome. was on the list of things to do. And then Wolverine Origins was so bad, they, they scrapped that. Did you know that? They were going to do a bunch of Origins movies, which yeah. would have been really cool because there's some, it been cool. There's some great X-Men Yeah, they should have. They have and they really, have access really to X-Factor. They have uh, Alpha Omega, which, by the way, they'll be doing that, uh, a.k.a. Canada. Right. Going to Canada in this mm-hmm. movie. Think about it. Uh, that's that's where uh, out is it Alpha Omega whatever all the Canadian uh, comic books are right but that's all owned by Fox right so really they have honestly I think they have more than what you know Disney has over with the other Marvel characters to do they just really butchered it and yeah they, they don't know how to do it Fantastic Four and I just yeah, don't know they don't they can't ha- they can't handle it thank like, God for Deadpool <laughs> well yeah. yeah I don't know if. The X-Men can uh, carry, though, any more solo films besides Wolverine. Wolverine is by far the most iconic. 
And then the next in line would be Magneto and Professor X. And really, all these movies have been so Professor X and Magneto central anyways. We've already seen their backstories and stories focused on them. So when you take away those three, I mean, like a Gambit or Quicksilver. I mean, like, I can't see right, any of those being standalone movies. Right. But you just made my argument about Iron Man and Thor. Right. Because who would have ever but, gave a crap about those two had they... But there's still they, more iconic Honestly, had they thing. not had the rights to it. That's what it came down to. And look what they turned Iron Man into. Iron Man has never been that popular. No, no, no. He hasn't. I agree with that completely. Yeah, I mean, he was, sure. in, my, in my opinion, the, the equivalent of a Gambit. They just did it right. Yeah. The problem being, though, because Iron Man came at the very beginning of this whole superhero thing. Now, I'm just anticipating, like, burnout. Because we've already had so many superhero movies, so many X-Men movies. Uh, I just don't know that it can continue. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. This is just movie-dom, like the movie universe as a whole. Ten years from now, our superhero movies, like that's what's so popular right now. But I just can't see it being that same way ten years from now. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I just think that there's going to be audience burnout. So anyways, but that, uh, that's a separate issue. We should probably get back to Logan. I, I just think that it's... Uh, the way things are going, I just don't know if how many more X Men movies we can see or characters based on on the X Men universe. I don't know. We'll there's, a, see. there's a lot more women characters in the X Men universe that they could completely exploit. Oh, oh I, I I'd think love the to Avengers exploit side of this. Mystique. <laughs> uh, but think I'll, about it, you I'll know, keep Storm, Jean Grey, I'll keep uh, Jubilee. Them. I mean, those are all great X Men characters. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Jean Grey is kind of boring. Yeah, she's kind of boring. <laughs> it's just uh, another professor. A, I mean, she has a long. Oh, she's dark, Phoenix dark Phoenix stuff. and all. That yeah, would be she's cool. not just Jean Grey. Oh, no, never mind. I forgot about the Phoenix storyline. That's pretty cool stuff. So it sounds like Jacob, though, overall really liked Logan. What about you? Did you? Were you a big fan? Um, I a big fan. I don't know that I was a big fan, but I'm definitely a fan. I definitely thought it was good. Um, for a lot of the reasons, like. Wolverine just lends itself to an R rating. I don't, I'm not all for turning all of these comic books into just really dark movies. Like I don't think all of them are appropriate that way, but sometimes I feel like, like making Superman dark, that doesn't make any sense to me. So Uh, what about the dark, um, what about the dark Knight? Um, (laughs) too dark. (laughs) Uh, but Logan lends itself to that. And I was really like, because he's angry. I, that was like the most excited I've been in a theater in a long time was that first kill. Because I was like, yeah, that's what I've been wanting to see forever. Like, that's what it would do. Um, I thought it was a really good send off. I'm so glad that, I mean, Hugh Jackman put 17 years into this character. I'm so glad they got the last one right. I'm glad that it's getting a lot of, because Hugh Jackman, even as a person, I'm just a big fan of Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he just I'm actually a, cool a bigger guy. fan of him as a person than probably an actor. Um so that made me really happy as a fan of X-Men. I'm a little lost with their movies as far as like the timeline that we're oh, in. Did Deja Future no Past already happen? Like, I I don't know. So there may be some continuity issues and things like that. I don't know enough about it, about these movies. I haven't seen them enough times because most of them are terrible. Um, so none of that bothered me. I thought the, mo- the storyline within itself was really good and compelling and I I didn't think that it was perfect, but it was really enjoyable. Right. How about you, Brendan? 
I actually, I'm I'm in minority here, uh, not just with YouTube, but with with as a whole because critics loved it, fans are loving it. I was a little disappointed. I liked the movie. I did. I think it was a good, solid movie. Yes, like I would slightly give it a thumbs up because I enjoyed it. Slightly give it a thumbs up. Yeah, like I would give it a thumbs up. I was just slightly is like a six. Nah, I'd give it a seven. I'd give it a seven. So you'd but mediocre. Yeah, uh, medi- mediocre. It's a, it's a solid it's semi, movie. semi. It's a, give it I a just, thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> I just I just had more issues with it than most people do. Uh, did I like the R rating? Yes, I love seeing Wolverine like full on like throttle people, and I did love him. You know, like dropping f bombs and stuff like because that's Wolverine. I feel like that fits his character. No, but then on the flip side, I felt like they're like, oh, we got an R rating. Let's let's have Professor X curse like a sailor too. No, I did, like, I did feel like they were cussing just yes. because they could. Yeah, I'm like this. Like it didn't fit like right. Xavier to right. me. Like he's always been like this regal. Like he's a crotchety old man manner. now, though. He can yeah, do whatever he wants. But that was, but and that, he's okay. got dementia. He has dementia, which could cause right. You to but that kind of okay. Let, let me talk about that a little bit too. Did I like the movie? Yes. There were some great action scenes, and I liked a lot about it. It was well made. It was well acted. Now tell Patrick us all Stewart the things really, you hate. Well, just because I feel like... Uh, we got I those covered. To, yeah, you got yeah. all the positive stuff covered, and I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't fit... A lot of my issues came with Professor X. But really? Yeah, well, okay. I thought Patrick Stewart was great. Just like this performance, I thought he was it's the best he's been um, in this series. But... I didn't really like him dropping f bombs all over the place just because. So that I was like, yeah, that's that's different. That's Honestly, weird. I thought the same. Did you? It's but then, but Professor then I heard X. some arguments about his 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 issues, like his diseases, and I was right. And they justified it that way, and it's like, okay, that would make sense. But the but Professor the, X that we've known, honestly, for thirty years, right? That's like cartoons and all that. He's a stand-up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's a teacher. He's the dean of a school. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It'd be like Mr. Chips being that way. Like it just doesn't. However, fit. who? Goodbye, Mr. Chips. It's it's old school. It's he's like what kind of old school, Brandon? I've never heard of it. <laughs> Seriously, I've never heard of it. Oh really? Yeah. Like like no, 50s. just tell me like what whereabouts, what years? <laughs> like fifties. Oh wow! 60s. I was actually hoping for like seventies, but you yeah. really threw yourself <laughs> under that bus. <laughs> 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 anyway, I've never heard of Mr. Chips. Anyway, uh, sorry. Um, we're dealing with a different Professor X than we've ever seen. In his defense, like, he killed all of the X-Men. Okay, see, so, but that's one of my issues, though. Go ahead. So, you know, the guy probably is a little bit different than the last time we saw him, and he might throw out some F-bombs. He did kill all of his friends and his students. My Okay, let me... My overarching point, though, that's just, a, like, a part of it. But then, also... I didn't feel like this is such an iconic, uh, beloved character. And his send-off, his movie send-off, he's not the same as he's ever been. He was crotchety. He was different. And then his death, to me, was pretty anticlimactic. Uh, I mean, this is this is Professor X. No, I agree with he's you on that. He's not the same person he's been uh, for the entire time we've known him. I didn't feel like he got a heroic send-off, not one that, that befits who he is. And he just kind of, like, w- wakes up in his bed and gets 
killed by a clone of Wolverine, well, and then he just ask, gets though. dumped. Now into- wait a sec, wait a sec. No, this isn't te- technically. This is his second death, and that's the what whole I was gonna say. Franchise. Is he dead? Is he actually dead though? I remember the it, first one in the third in the third X Men movie. Yeah, but I think that's supposed to be. So like, was that a good send off? Well, no. he was disintegrated. No, but by but Jean that was Grey? like a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> But just turn into like ashy flakes. Like within <laughs> this world, which is supposed to be a great movie, which it's a good movie. I just felt, I just, I just didn't feel like they did Professor X justice. He's a man in a wheelchair. It's not like he's going to be like falling down a mountain on his wheelchair. Like, oh god, <laughs> hitting all the bumps. <laughs> he's not just a man in a wheelchair. This is perfect. He was. He started the the no, X Men. Like agree he, with you on that. Was, he's, that's an issue. I he's have a it. beloved. I liked it. I thought it was great. Character. He was monologuing, and then he was in confiding in his only friend left, and then his only friend killed him. And, and from and, a certain perspective, and the fact that he killed all these people, even if it was accident, yeah, it was cool. I was, was like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. And then it exposed the real bad guy in the movie, or one of the three. Yeah, <laughs> which actually I figured out real quickly what they were going to do with that aluminum bullet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, one yeah, aluminum yeah. bullet. Oh well, uh, yeah, anyway. good call. There, it was really predictable. That was one of my issues with it. Well, and then my last issue that I'll say, there, there were just some like logical things. I'm like, okay, well, what the hell? Was it like, real predictable because you knew this was their last movies, both Patrick Stewart's and Hugh Jackman's? Oh no, I kept telling Brandon that, like as soon as they would pop stuff off, I was like, oh, and that's what they're going to use for this Shane. later. Shane, right? Right. Well, I mean, the Shane thing was obvious because why would you be watching Shane? Yeah. And why would they? They keep that, that scene going. And just show the girl watching it and listening to it. Right. I, I actually thought that there there was, was a lot really of cool. things in there that I was like, oh, I know exactly what you're going to do with that. Yeah, we'll come it's, back around to the yeah. same thing in a second. Sorry, go ahead. Though what you were saying. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, that was really predictable. Oh yeah, that was it. It oh. was. I just called a lot of what was going to happen. All right. Well, then I'll talk about the Shane thing because when they first did that, I loved I loved the comparison to Shane. It's like here we have a guy who um, had a terrible past. He's just trying to do some good. Uh, or change his ways, which is kind of what I say uh, Wolverine was in the first couple of X-Men movies. And then now, you know, it, in the end, it, like in Shane, he's like, look, you can't, you can't run from your past. I am what I am. And then, of course, if you've never seen Shane, he goes off and dies at the end, or so people think, which I was actually kind of hoping they would treat Logan the exact same way. Right. But where it was very ambiguous because um, I think it would have just be kind of a cool conversation course that would also leave the window open for we're gonna have another wolverine movie yeah, yeah. so maybe it was There's good to always have a him. window open for another wolverine movie he heals himself they yeah. can always have him come back to life yeah, but i thought true. the idea of it i was like what a really good idea because you just have like this anti-hero um it's hard to say that shane was anti-hero because the actor who portrayed him alan ladd mm-hmm. um was such a kind of a positive pure optimistic actor yeah or, and he never really struck me as someone dark like Wolverine yeah, totally or agree, Hugh Jackman yeah. has portrayed him as but I still thought it was a great way to play an angle on the movie now I've seen Shane not a lot of people have seen Shane especially kids these days and so they probably were like they outside of them you know not knowing that they've seen Hugh Jackman or not, not knowing that Hugh Jackman this is last time playing what are you laughing about I just think it's funny you're making fun of me for bringing up goodbye Mr. Chips and you said these kids days. these days yeah well, <laughs> let me go come huh? sit on your lap grandpa tell me a story tell <laughs> <laughs> me about Shane hey old man I'm not the guy I'm not the oldest guy in the room so I can talk about whatever I want uh, <laughs> 
but I, if you haven't seen Shane, a lot of the kids wouldn't know what was going on. Is my point. And so I thought it was a good comparison. It was. And, it was. And, but then again, you throw in the hey, this is Hugh Jackman's Jackman's last movie. So then we all know what's coming in the end. Right. Same thing with Patrick Stewart. Right. Just how are they going to handle it? Right. Exactly. And and I think that that I mean, there's nothing they could do about that. I mean, audience expectation, knowing that coming in. And so to me, it's like, how do you handle the deaths? And that's where I felt. I just felt let down by by Professor X, and we'll get to it later. His head should have exploded like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So yeah, that would have been more iconic. That would have been like a better like, like he was but having he didn't a do bad anything heroic. That was the thing too. Attack. I mean, I guess you could argue that he made sure that that excuse me, Logan saved the the Laura Lori Laura. Laura. Uh, Is that the kid, the, the new uh-huh. generation. Uh, so he made sure that was saved, but. He didn't get a heroic send off, and I just don't feel like this is a superhero movie, and we're talking about the 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 most beloved uh, iconic of of this universe and stuff, and he just kind of went out like <laughs> he wasn't himself. He didn't do anything heroic. He was kind of just like a. I was like, who is this guy? I don't know. Like, and to me, that's hey. just not a proper send off. Uh, be like Superman getting killed at some diner drinking a milkshake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, well, okay, yeah, he's just chilling, but that's not a very heroic way to. Turns send out it was off. a kryptonite milkshake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I guess I didn't think much that I didn't, I didn't think that much about it. Uh, but I'm, I'm with you on that. Let me know when I can say some more negative things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll cycle back around. Again. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Uh, the bad guys. The bad guys. I mean, generic. Wolverine versus Wolverine action was fun. Oh, that was kind of cool. That was cool. I like. I actually enjoyed that, and it was cool to see. I mean, basically, what was a young Hugh Jackman, you know, CGI'd uh, facing off again. I mean, that that's kind of stuff's always fun. Uh, uh, who are the other bad guys? Okay. Oh, hey, I'll get it pulled up. Hand there. guy. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> hand guy. <laughs> we've got Boyd Holbrook uh, who played <laughs> Pierce. Uh, and you're right, he's hand guy, but uh, <laughs> uh, but he was uh, the actor who was in uh, Narco. Oh, right, right, yeah, did, yeah. yeah. Did Narcos. you both watch Narco? I did. Uh, I did you not. Did. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, he's okay in it. I mean, it's yeah, it's, he it's was a, fine. It's a fun show historically, but he's mediocre, just like he kind of was in this. Yeah, I I, I just kind of thought he was a Charlie Hunnam from Sons rip off the whole time. It's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Not a rip off. He just reminded me of him. Well, comparing him to Charlie Hunnam doesn't do him much justice either. <laughs> much help, I'll say. Uh, then uh, who would be the other? Who is the other villain? Oh, it's the Doctor, but I can't find him fast enough. Oh, on the yeah, the so, Doctor. Uh, honestly, they were pretty one-dimensional all of Yeah, and they have an unlimited amount of bad guys who are all you know six foot and ripped. Yeah, kind of like me. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the bad guys were were a little weak, if you ask me. But I did think that the Wolverine clone was pretty cool. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Eat him, Mr. Monson. You understand you're trespassing right now, right? I have an easement with the previous owner of your property. <laughs> previous being the operative word. Who's this? Just a guy telling you to get back in your nice truck. Go play okie dickhead somewhere else. Hey, Carl. It looks like Mr. Monson hired some muscle. Looks that way. He's a friend of mine friend with a big mouth. I hear that a lot. And you probably hear this too. More than I'd like. 
let's talk about the fact that we're we are all from Oklahoma. I thought one of the coolest things uh, was they spent like an hour in Oklahoma. Yeah, it was awesome. Certainly, it was unexpected. Yeah, it was. And I mean. Professor X dies in Oklahoma, uh, <laughs> maybe buried somewhere in Oklahoma. That's kind of yeah, cool. At a casino. It's probably Riverwind. Yeah. Oh, I will say. I always we, lose there. We need to talk about, uh, that. I thought that was the best scene in the movie, the uh, casino, the hotel casino. The where, slow uh, motion The one? slow motion where oh, Professor incredible. X was having one of his convulsions or whatever, and so everything was, and you see seizures. Logan, yeah, seizures. You see Logan, like, uh, claw the wall to, you know, get get there to save him. Uh, I thought that was really well done. I'm a sucker for these X-Men slow-mo scenes. All the Quicksilver scenes were always my favorite. Why do you think I like Wes Anderson so much? That's one of my favorite things about Wes Anderson, his slow-mo. Slow-mo, I'm a sucker for slow-mo always. It's such a cool effect. And yeah, I mean, well, you're clearly talking about the the, the silver, I want to say silver surfer. Quicksilver. Quicksilver stuff that they did in the the most recent, you know, movies, X-Men movies. Anyway, um, yeah, it was cool. Actually, I thought it was okay. I, I I honestly thought the the action in this movie was just okay. Some people are going gaga over it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't think it was anything special. I mean, it was kind of cool to it see him kind of slow mo punching these guys in the face with his claws. Yeah, that was cool. I and really and that scene I thought it just was slide really cool. through. Yeah. I wish it would have had a better effect like that, like that shot at the end of Ex Machina with a knife. That'd have been about the same thing. Uh, that would have been pretty yeah, slick. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool, actually. Of course, that was more robotic on that part. But anyway. yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Um, Can we talk about the little girl? Yeah, She's pretty was, important. We to, yeah, we haven't talked about her yet. Yeah. Um. So this chick, which I'm trying Daphne to Keen. Daphne Keen has only been in one other thing. She was in like seven episodes of a Spanish show. The refugees. Really? That's Is it Spanish. Yeah. Um, literally the I only other thing she's done. Actually, so, I don't know. Uh, I thought she was excellent. Um, I have no idea how they found her, but I thought she was really, really good. And, um, I, I got a strong Stranger Things vibe, an 11 vibe. Oh, I thought she was 11 for a second, but the way she was staring and all that, I thought yeah, the same thing. Yeah, it was a very strong uh-huh. Stranger Things vibe. Yeah. Um, happening there but i really liked her the claws in her foot are freaking amazing yeah i thought it was cool. like yeah that's because that really uh, females are adapt to i don't know some <laughs> bullshit that that <laughs> professor x said yeah i don't know why he even brought that up like, sometimes I logan need... females have extra whatever it's like whatever dude i didn't need an explanation make this shit of... up as you go along <laughs> i didn't need an explanation of why she had claws on her feet i just thought it was super awesome um it was a cool she's fact. she's a good little actress i'm excited to see her at uh, do this role some more. This is that argument. I don't know if it's an argument, but that comment I made about uh, you can't tell if little kids are good actors if they're speaking in a different language. Um, <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's, That's I true. Mean, it's possible. But she was but pretty she, funny. You know, she, here's my thing on that, though. She was so quiet for an hour of the movie because this was a two-hour movie. And then all of a sudden, holy cow, she could speak Spanish so quickly. And like, while it was funny, she was a completely different... It, honestly, it was a different character. And it... Kind of took a little way for me. Didn't work for you, but that's just me being nitpicky. Yeah, I see, but that's one of my issues too. Oh, my my turn again to, to be, bring some negativity bring it. to it. Uh, I do think that she was good. I think she was really good, and I liked her character. But I agree with Jacob. Like, uh, if she's the quiet type and she's not, you know, that's her thing. Okay. And it was obvious she wasn't really wanting to talk to Logan because she sort of had some sort of attitude against him or something. And she finally spoke up when she had, you know, 
kind of breaking point or whatever. But she was obviously really close to Xavier, and we still never saw her talking to him whatsoever. It just kind of came out of nowhere. That's but because they talked yeah. in their minds. That's right. They had a connection. Yeah, that's through true. Their brains, okay, I'll give you that. That's true. Yeah, they talked that's all the true. time, and she was that's very true. defensive of him. Like she, she immediately went to save him. Yeah, no, she did. No, 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 no. I, that's what I was saying. They obviously had a bond. I'll give you that. They did communicate in their minds. I don't know. Honestly, actually, my my issue though that was just a small thing. My issue with her was more the relationship between her and Logan wasn't really developed enough for me. And so, if this is supposed to be his daughter, and like his final end scene where he comes and saves her, and she, you know. They're apparently really close now. Like I just didn't buy. Like I, I actually disagree with you on that. I, I did too. I didn't. I didn't feel anything for them. Really? I, oh, I, felt I did. Nothing. Because this is the part about Wolverine that's so great. He's such a jerk. He has such a hard time getting along with people. Clearly, he drops the f bomb a lot. But the thing about and Hugh Jackman's great at showing it is that he he still cares. That's why he's a great antihero because you can tell he still right. cares. He doesn't want to care, but yeah. he does care, and he yeah. just does in the way you know they show it in his face. You right. know the the way it's kind of acted or portrayed. I thought it was really cool, um, especially you know in the last fifteen minutes when he's kind of accepting the fact that that they are related, and um, even like I thought the the daddy stuff was a little cheesy. Personally, I think she should have said Papa because that's what she would have said in Spanish. But that's just me. It's like one again, <laughs> yeah, a little bit picky. Um, but uh, I thought that was eh, a little pushy. But other than that, I, I thought it developed pretty well. I didn't have an issue. We're talking about Wolverine here. Like, yeah, you can't but, just throw him into a dad role and then expect him to have some heartwarming moment with this girl. Like, that's not that's that wouldn't he, fit his character. That's at why all he, to me. when he beat at the truck, that was actually a pretty awesome scene. And it's like, oh yeah, he still has a temper. Right. <laughs> oh, I love right. that. Actually, that was my favorite scenes when he told her to shut up. Uh, I think he said, "Shut the fuck up!" Uh, like screaming in her face. I love that scene, but I just didn't think it was developed enough. Like, I don't care if it's Wolverine or if it's whoever it is. How, how, like, if I'm supposed to care, so you want me? You you expected them to develop a whole relationship with those two characters in that time? Like, yeah, would, they had a. It was a two hour and twenty minute yes, movie, but. It's Wolverine. Rich. That would take years and years for him to get to the point that he was even a little bit daddish in the yeah, way that you want ca- him like, to be daddish. Like, I didn't care about the rela- Like, I just didn't feel any sort of... Well, you're wrong. So I how do you feel about the, the relationship between um, uh, Spider-Man and Iron Man right now? The little oh, five minutes of conversation. I thought it was so established and so... It was great. I just loved it. <laughs> like, this is the few, the few minutes of screen time that they had. You could just really see that character. I mean, it was amazing. No, I thought their chemistry was funny. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I would, if Iron Man were to die and I'm supposed to get, like, some sort of, like... And Spider-Man's, like, all torn up about it and calls him daddy, I'm going to be... I'm going to be like, oh, I didn't really buy that. That, wasn't that wouldn't even make enough. sense. That's not his dad. <laughs> you I like say- Garfield. <laughs> Funkle, yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man movies. So you'll make an excuse for Spider-Man and then find any excuse to critique any other comic book movie. That's if- not true. I love a lot of comic book movies. And I like Wolverine. And I gave this a slight thumbs up. I'm just saying, I think, people are, going, I think people are going a little bit nuts over it. I think it's a little overrated. Here's the deal. When you say something is like 99% fresh, that means that most people thought yeah. that it was good. That doesn't mean that most people thought it was excellent. No, people Best are loving it, ever. though. No, people are well, loving it. Like, people- if you look at, like... Uh, like, like, just get on the internet. People are losing their minds over it. Yes, peop- like viewers are. Right, are critics just are they like no, this crit- was a good movie? Like, well, no, the, critics the critics are actually uh, they like the storyline. Well, the yeah, yeah, of, and I would say all the uh, same all things too. But I wouldn't be like this was a perfect movie. It deserves a hundred percent. But that's kind of what you naturally 
think when you see something with a tomato meter that high is that like, oh, this must be really, really good more than it's just like, oh, this is probably a good movie. It doesn't mean it's that good. It just means that most people thought it was fresh. Yeah. But I'm just like looking at fans, fans themselves on the Internet. I just think it's genius. I just think it's overrated. You want to know one reason why I liked it a little bit more? Because we had like an Eric LaSalle sighting. Dude, it was awesome. Seeing Soul Glow. <laughs> I was like, it's just, dude, just uh, so Yeah, dude. I was did the same thing. Soul, Soul Glow. Yeah, I said Soul Glow in the movie. Like, we saw Soul Glow as an Oklahoma I former it, cowboy. Man. He's like, you know me, man. Anything for the kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love seeing him. Can I just uh, say thank you so much for not making Oklahomans hicks? Like, for once, we finally got somebody that wasn't a hick. Because as soon as I said Oklahoma, I was like, oh, yeah. no. This is yeah. gonna get bad. Yeah. yeah. Although I did it. One of the, my favorite lines though is when those you know those water what property guys were pushing around Soul Glow and and Wolverine comes out and says, uh, "Go play Oki Dickhead somewhere else." My audience was laughing pretty hard. At oh, that, that was awesome. Yeah. That was yeah. my favorite line of the movie. Yeah. I mean, as an Oki, uh, yep. you live here in Oki Dickhead. Okay. <laughs> one last thing I do want to say though. A laughs on logic that I just thought was ridiculous. Okay, so the bad guys are chasing the the, the little mutants at the end, the the next generation of mutants. They're chasing these are humans, and they're just like running. These little kids were so scared of them, but you know when they had to fight, they they do the things they they do what they have to do. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy they want to run away and and escape to the border and all that stuff. I'll get that. But when Wolverine shows up to save these little rugrats. And the dude is dying. Like, he is obviously dying to say that. I mean, he's facing, like, a young, in his prime Wolverine. And he's like, oh, run away. I, I mean, there's, like, 25 of these little super-powered Rugrats. Just, you can be, like, 100 yards away. Just do your super-power thing and help him fight this dude. Like, it was so stupid to me. Now, real quick, did you... It was so dumb. You didn't listen to the Slash Film cast review of this, no. right? Good, because no. I didn't want to bring that up. Because did they talk about it? They talked about that. Good. And it was so dumb. Like it. I was just like cursing at the screen. Yeah. Like like this is the death of Wolverine, and I couldn't buy it because it shouldn't have happened. No, I do. I agree with that. It's like the Batman. Like, oh well, I'm gonna take the bl-. like. Why? You don't have to. You yeah. Don't need to. Like exactly. And you don't like these kids. These kids are super. It's pro- one more- guy versus all of you. You exactly. don't need to tell them to run away. Exactly. You could just ask for their help. And yes. then kill X-23. Hey, do that awesome uh, Frozen stuff you're doing. Yeah. Man. Fro- and then, I'll, and then I'll punch him. And Where then she just yeah. breathes eyes through her air. <laughs> I see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> <That was laughs> or, <laughs> like, like, or that kid that could like make the whole forest like come to, like, hey, help me out, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, it was so stupid to me. I do agree. Yeah, that I'm was so that. dumb. That'd be like if, I mean, and he basically died for no reason. And then I'm supposed to, like, and then right afterwards, I'm supposed to accept this huge send-off. I'm like, well, he shouldn't have even died. Jack and Rose on the piece of wood all over again. Isn't this an issue with most comic book movies are the third acts? How are they going to top stuff they did in the first and the second acts? Right. I mean, you can make this argument for a lot of movies. Uh, They're as as convenient as they can be at the time. Right. right? Exactly. That little girl was a powerhouse kicking like 20 guys' asses in the first act. Yes. And then she was just running in the last one. Right. So that Logan could have his moment. Yes. Which is so dumb. It happens all the time. I hate it. So. Yes. Spider-Man 2, buddy. No. Don't even get started with me because I will thrash you. Uh, Oh, it's this chair. Uh, I I just... uh, 
And then, and so it ruined his death for me because I'm like, this death shouldn't have happened. This was dumb. Uh, I will say I wish that his death had a more dramatic effect on me, but I assume a lot of that is because I know that he's gone on record as saying this is his last one, so he's going to die. Did you like, feel yourself like wanting to force cry? Like, like I feel it. No. Oh, I no. Do it. <laughs> I, I, heard people, like, uh, I heard people like cried a couple of times. He's like, man, you know, you, you could hear, you know, a pin drop in there and everyone's all like, you know, Are and, you serious? And I'm just oh, going like, no. like, I feel I, like I was just trying to push at a tear and I was like, no, nah, I just don't care enough. I, I didn't, didn't care at that. all. Yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, I cared that he was. Sure. Dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I liked that. Like, I liked that he had his daughter. Like, he didn't die alone. You always just, just kind of assume that Wolverine's going to die alone. Or at least I did. The way that he lived his life and everybody around him dies. I just assumed yeah. he would so, die yeah, alone sometime. Good way to so, look at it. I liked that his daughter was there. I thought that that was really cool for his character. But as far as like me feeling it, I didn't really feel it either because I was kind of I was like, all these people could have helped you. You yeah. know why you thought the alone uh, thing is because of him and the bishop storyline in the in the comic book series when they're way into oh. the future. Yeah, that's true. That because they're like true. the last couple that were left, really. Yep. Which I'm still waiting for that storyline. I think that could be so cool. Bishop was awesome. Bishop was cool. Played so. by Eric LaSalle. <laughs> <laughs> he would have that soul glow thing going for sure too. Bishop always had like kind of like that mullet fro. It was awesome. Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> Eric uh, look, I, I think overall it, it was a good solid movie. I just think that the the hype is a little out of control. That's all I'm saying. I, I think that there were some flaws in it. Uh, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Cool. Yeah. I think we talked long enough about another yeah. comic book movie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So let's get to something else. This is always fun. We're going to talk about what else we've been watching this week besides uh, Logan. How about that Deadpool trailer before Logan? <laughs> Dude, I loved it. That I was hilarious. That was really funny. That was hilarious. And, and what I thought was interesting, though, I mean, it was really funny. And I mean, but again, this is like a superhero. Like, he's a dick. He basically just let this dude die. But it was funny. But That's also, not going to be in the movie, by the way. So anyone who's trying to avoid trailers, watch it. It's funny. Yeah, it's just it's like, great. it's basically like their version of a Pixar short. It's great. Uh, but what I thought was cool is they got the license to use the Superman music. Yes. Like, I thought it was cool <laughs> that DC, like, signed off to to let him do that. Well, didn't, I'm pretty sure Fox did Superman back in the 70s. Uh, so, so that could have something why, to do with it. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they might still have the rights to the yeah. theme. Yeah. But that yeah. was great. Oh, that was that funny. That was really funny. When he just put his ass on the... Uh, <laughs> Dude, that, that was, was hilarious. I love that. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Uh, I loved everything about that, honestly. Uh, but so what else have we been well, watching this week? where do we start? It's, you know, once again, it's been a little bit busy for us. And so what's happened since our last review was the Oscars. Which Jacob lost our bet. Yeah. That's not Let's on record anywhere. Let's talk about that anywhere. for a while. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob did lose our Oscar We bet. actually did a podcast for our Oscar review. We were going to do a whole thing. And then Rach went and screwed up the recording. Oh, it was me again. <laughs> no, it was, it was Brandon this time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we lost that one. So, you know, if you're interested in hearing it, sorry. But, uh, yeah, Brandon All you lost. you need to know is Can't that. it. <laughs> All you need to know is that Jacob lost and Brandon and I tied. I feel like I got blown tie? out. Yep. I thought I came in first place. No, she she caught you at the very end with Did the she? uh oh because with, of with the, the false the moonlight. announcement. Moonlight uh, made y'all tie up. You That's had it. beat me, but then they reversed the thing That's and then we tied. Yeah, you had uh, Manchester by the Sea as your uh, dark horse and she had Moonlight. Oh, that's so, and what's so funny is I almost had Moonlight as and honestly, had we 
redone our picks, I would have chosen Moon because Moonlight's buzz was obviously yeah. picking yeah. up. I would have reversed it. I would have put Moonlight as my dark horse. I, I had an interesting theory about theory about Moonlight winning Best Picture, and it was compared to Spotlight last year. Now, one, I think that there are only two movies this year that would have won Best Picture. Last year, I think it could have been about maybe three or four. It movies. would, yeah, yeah, it could have been three. Maybe three. Yep. Revenant, Big Short, and, and uh, Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah. And uh, the idea was that Spotlight got enough second place votes to win because there was kind of the the zigzag effect. Uh, here we only had two. Where if you didn't vote, there were a lot of people who were, uh, I'll say, turned away from La La Land. Like they weren't saying this is perfect. Maybe as we right. made it out to be in our right. review. But I've seen a lot of backlash. And that allowed La La Moonlight Land. to kind of jump in front of it. Yeah, me too. And and a lot of it actually makes sense. I'm okay with it. Um, I'm okay with it. But. Moonlight. We I think we all agree. Moonlight's certainly deserving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. For sure, yeah, it, was it was my number one. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was good. Good on you, Rach. Yeah. Because what was our number one? Oh yeah, hey, my number one of the movie won best documentary. My number one should have been nominated. Yours wasn't nominated for, for even, even music. Even song, I know, which, which is, is just, just <laughs> that ridiculous. Is wrong. That is watch wrong. The, watch the honest trailer yep. though uh, about yep. the Oscars. First of all, it's hilarious, it's but really I love good. that Sing Street gets a shout out for like <laughs> seriously. You guys ever see Sing Street? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moonlight, all the Oscar things. Yeah, <laughs> that really was hilarious. I mean, Moonlight was totally deserving. It was in my top five. I think right. it was my number four or something a year. It was totally deserving. African American. Yeah. Poverty. Poverty. Drugs. <laughs> gay ding I mean like it yep, really all the Oscar things it really did cover all the bases uh, it was it was an Oscar bait movie but a lot of Oscar bait movies are just Oscar bait movies this was an Oscar bait movie that was actually really well done and deserving of the right. Oscars it got right. you know what makes me really happy is that we saw Moonlight in the theaters back in uh, the fall and uh, immediately and ever since and all three of us had been just saying great things about Maharshala Ali yeah and, yeah. and he won. That's that's actually when it's like, hey, that was really cool. Uh, you know, we were, you know, throwing his name out there as much as we can. Yeah. And those are when I'm not saying that we should put ourselves in the back. I think we but, should get some partial but credit. I think it's just cool that we did, we did recognize that he was great in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And this sometimes these are the times where other actors who you're pushing out there don't get those awards. I'm glad he won. Yeah. He's yeah. so deserving yeah. of it. Yeah, that was for pretty sure. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. But I the important that. thing to remember is that Jacob lost. Yeah, Jacob did lose. That's so stupid. And uh, so I, you know what's funny? I didn't even realize that you, you caught me and tied me because I was – only focused on last place. I, know, I wasn't even like I know, nobody wanted to be place. last. Yeah, I was only looking at last I felt, place. I just it sucked. <laughs> I was sitting at home. Jacob's just so like, stressed out. Yeah. All so, of his texts so are just dumb. So so there's a good chance that, that Jacob will be going in a full out Spider Man uh, adult costume. Uh, to like I don't know uh, Justice League or Guardians of the Galaxy or something and it's going to be amazing and we'll be, we'll put it on Facebook Live uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say I got robbed don't pick with your heart people no. yeah you definitely no. pick don't with your heart with I was heart. I mean honestly I just was not thinking on picking I, I don't know I want to say I wasn't thinking on picking Michelle Williams over. Oh, over Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah. Um, for best actor, supporting actors. That, that, yeah. That's such BS that she was nominated for it supporting. It was. She, and you know what's funny? She might have won if they just put her in the lead. Mm -hmm. She's still, uh, yep. she's still, I think she would have beat him a stone. Yeah. Yep. I honestly do. And the only reason they put her on supporting was to get the guaranteed nomination and win. Uh, Hollywood's going to quit doing that because they did they that do. last year with, um, 
uh, Vikander. Yes, I didn't really agree with that either. Yeah, no, it's, it's if you wrong. saw the Danish girl, she's clearly a leading role in that. Well, movie. well, yeah. Michelle Williams Politics. basically lost an Oscar this year because of it. Yeah, yeah. Emma Stone probably gained an Oscar because of it, but uh, which I think was a little. I, I honestly, I as much w- as I love La La Land and I love Emma Stone, Emma Stone was actually my favorite actress of the five people nominated. But I don't think she was deserving of no. the Oscar. But and she's the critic in you will say that she shouldn't have won it. No. Right. Yeah. What'd you say, Rich? She's she's maybe my favorite actress, and I don't think she should have won it. She right. shouldn't have. Right. Um, also, The Lobster. You know, like I've I remember there were years oh, yeah, I was like, was a, oh, was you know, Eternal pick. Sunshine, great, yeah. you know, yeah. sort of screenplay. They'll sometimes go with some of those random screenplays. Yeah, they will. And The Lobster's so out there, so original, so unique. But it's not going to win the original screenplay. Sorry, yeah. buddy. I mean, I'm glad Whatever. it. Uh, it would have been <laughs> awesome if it would have. You know, last year Rach won between the three of us, and then you and I tied with just like one point behind her. Yeah. And this year y'all tied, and I was like two points, so three it's points. Close. It was. Oh, I felt like I failed. I feel like what am I doing on a podcast? <laughs> Don't pick with your heart, people. Pick with your brain. Stupid. I have to wear a dumb fucking costume. <laughs> it's gonna suck. I, I didn't make you wear a costume. Bit. I made you wear a hat. That's it. That no, was not, yeah. it was, that was just, it. It was a hat. It was a t-shirt. It was shoes. The shoes didn't even get to work out. A watch. A watch. You got him yeah. a watch. Well, if you want to make it for the shoes thing, just bring me like some flip flops or something. <laughs> Don't put me in spandex. That's not oh, right. Man. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to think about that. I want you to think about our friendship. You know, I think about next year if you lose again. It's oh, really what brother, you need to be the coming about. down. <laughs> if oh, if we're still here, you're I'm being real nice to both of you. All I know is in our text, Brandon's arrogance was coming through with yes. I just feel it in your text. <laughs> it was like I know. I'm not looking. And then you responded. I think you just copy and paste at the same time. I just made a gripe. <laughs> And it was just like, whatever, dude. Stupid game. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on to something else. Okay, so what we've been watching lately. Now you control me for the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to definitely hold it over you. Uh, so what we've been watching lately. Uh, Rachel, I'll let you go first. What have you been watching lately? Well, I moved this week, so I haven't been watching a whole lot. But I did watch the first episode of Legion on FX. Yeah, I watched what the first episode of Legion as well. Um, it is a, it's a Marvel. It is it it's like a, a superhero show. It is a superhero show, but it's so About different. Mutants. Yeah, it is. Different. Is um, Netflix producing it? No, it's no, it's FX. Okay. Um, did you say that? Yeah, I think Sorry. so. But <laughs> it's it's different than anything else. It's different than all the other comic. It's uh. The you will love the way it's shot. Like it's it's filmed really interestingly. The it kind of help me out here. What are the words I'm looking for to describe the storyline? It's kind of dark. It's dark, quirky, quirky, offbeat. It's like an offbeat, dark, quirky, dark comedy, dark, quirky. Dark. I would say it's like it's Wes like Anderson meets. That's funny. I almost said that just to. Even the way it's filmed is very Wes Anderson. It is. It is. Uh, really. Okay. Has I would my say attention. it's like Wes. If Wes Anderson were to direct an X Men movie, it'd be quirky. And they dark. told him to make it a little bit darker than he normally goes. <laughs> like. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I can see that. It's. it's is it like really a team different. of? Really is it like a team of characters that have come together and. Um, you know, like not Avengers so far. No, not, not, not really. So, Basically, the, the premise is that this guy is in a, a mental institution and believes that he 
really is mentally ill and has some schizophrenia or something. Something. The guy, by the way, played by Dan Stevens. Dan, Dan Stevens, Stevens of the, the guest. Huh. Um, Interesting. I love Dan Stevens, and I think that he's uh, based on one episode. I I think he was a really good pick for this because his character has to do. <laughs> That's day. good because you own it. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, he's in a mental institution, and he believes that he is insane. But he's actually a mutant that has telepathic powers. He just doesn't realize. He doesn't he realize that that's. Power. He thinks that what's happening, even though it's really happening, is happening in his mind. They've convinced him that he's insane. So, uh, it's kind of a different. And and Aubrey Plaza is in it as well. She's also in the mental institution. It's not going to be like save the cheerleader, save the world. No. 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 It does not like heroes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting great. Uh, reviews so far yeah okay. Okay. critics really like it and it's fx so it's th- and the hearing, production values are really really good and and from looking around my facebook everybody i've seen a few people talking about it really positively so i think it, it'll take a while and it'll probably have like a little cult following i don't know if any point it will really kick up and i don't know if it will connect into the movies or not i don't know what their plan is with all of that but I, I think it's an interesting watch i think that you'll really like the way it's filmed if nothing else hmm. can i piggyback on dan stevens yeah go for it um, I don't want to talk about this too long because I've been watching Downtown Abbey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize he was on that show. Yeah, oh, yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. And right. uh, I know I kind of brought this up just very quickly on the last one. I think I brought it up on the podcast. Either way. You did. Um, I made fun of you. Well, we I don't know if we talked about <laughs> on the podcast. We, I know we talked about it, but I don't know if we were recording. Uh, okay. Um, really, well, the first season is so good. More about the authenticity of it. Oh, I thought it was so, so fun to watch. Uh, just... I, I like that time. I like I like period pieces. I like um, that time period. I like World War II stuff, you know. And this one, it actually follows along with historical events. Uh, like the Titanic is a big theme in the first uh, season, mm-hmm. and so for that, I thought it was pretty cool. And then to see like when you have the upper class, the and then obviously the the lower class, and what it was their jobs to work in these estates. The authenticity of it, I think, was pretty fascinating. There are times it's a little hallmarky, but I really enjoyed the first season. Hmm. Then I watched the second season and I was completely deflated. It and, sounds like, and well, I have not watched it since. Well, from just awards and buzz, what I heard, like everybody was all about it that first season, and then I heard nothing the second season. Did you on Downton Abbey? Yeah, that's pretty much how it was. Like that first season, like everybody was losing their minds, saying it was like the greatest thing. It was ever. like all. And the I feel rage. like there was some carryover to the season two, also so. as well. The first Maybe. couple seasons, I haven't but heard after anything that, about it. it. Just kind of like dropped off as far as people freaking out about it yeah. well the second season covers world war one and it was just so it almost it, it took over the the it took over the show it became more i won't say action type but it was so war, world war one based that what made the characters unique in the first season was kind of taken away because they were so focused on all the war efforts their their role in the war and things like that which i think is interesting but there were just some pretty cool character dynamics or like confrontations going on between them within the house and the gossip kind of stuff, yeah. which made it fun to watch. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Sorry, that's my Downton Abbey. And you know, now that I've watched it, it's like it's Downton Abbey, not Downtown Abbey. It's yeah, Downton. and I'm so specific yes, about Downton that. Now. Abbey. Anyway, I, I liked it. I think if you've always been curious about it, at least check out the first season. Uh, and Dan Stevens. And Dan Stevens is great in it. He's a really good actor. Is like he I think he's a really good off actor. of a character that doesn't talk very much. 
I, I haven't watched Downton Abbey. Well, I've seen clips of him from. Okay, Downton. I, he talks. Yeah, he, talk, he talks in the guest. You just watch the same clip over and over. The biggest <laughs> spoiler That's in true. the movie. Every time I went for any kind, any time I looked for clips for the guest on YouTube, he, only, he, he never has any. He only says what needs to be said. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I liked Legion based on one episode, and I'm excited to watch the rest of them. Hmm. What else did you see? That's it. I've just been moving. Y'all didn't see like Get Out or whatever it's called? I haven't seen it I yet. saw it. That's what I'm going to talk about. Alrighty. I would have loved to do a review on it, actually. Huh. Well, I was going to go see it, and hmm, someone moved. I did. <laughs> so I didn't get my to bad, see it. My bad, my bad. Brandon um, saw it, though. Heard it was, I heard it was good. So you actually didn't get a chance to see it. I actually figured you went and saw it eventually, no, but I, I just you've just been time. a busy person. I really liked it. If that's what I'm, yeah. Uh, What's so different it, about it? It is okay. So it's a horror movie, is but it, not. It's, it's it? more of a creepy, tension, tension-filled, creepy mystery. And there's also definitely social commentary, like an yes, underlying the social commentary. White black commentary. This yeah. is what I've heard a lot about. Yeah, it's definitely a racial. But, like, but it's funny. It's. I mean, it's Jordan Peele who right. wrote and directed of Key like and Peele. Satire, even. It's. It's. It's not satire, but there is kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge at the audience, like toying with the racial tension and what that means. But I mean, the a lot of the conversations and, and reactions to things that are happening are funny. So it's genuinely funny, but it's also genuinely creepy. And there's a lot of tension. It's not a horror movie like like it's not like a slasher or it's anything suspense, like that. It's basically. more suspense. Or and it's a slow build. It's a thriller. <laughs> it's like a slow build. It, it like slowly mounts and and as it kind of hits its climax, it uh it, it's it's it, it pay it's a good payoff. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, it's a couple good movies come out this first Two yeah, yeah. Dude, honestly, these couple split. Yes, uh, it's been like a waste. I haven't of them. seen the Lego oh, movie. Have you? Have you? Yeah, yeah, I saw. I saw was it that pretty Lego. good? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was. In, it wasn't as good as the Lego movie, but it was still good. But it was still good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Kong for, Skull Island. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Kong. No, I'm excited about Kong Skull Island. Really? Brandon loves movies oh, about right. about gorillas and stuff. Have you heard any reviews Planet on of the Apes? Yeah. It's, it's at like eighty three percent on Rotten really? Tomatoes. Yeah, that was yeah. shocked on that one. Okay, yeah. never mind then. I'll back off. Yeah, it's got a great cast too. Hmm. Okay, oh, well, anyway, it's got a good cast. A good way to start out the year. Because yeah, you know most most years start off uh, January or February are just terrible. Right. I mean, like that's where movies go to die lately, though. But lately, there like, last been year, this year Deadpool. especially, yeah. Um, that was it. No, you had yeah. uh, my but name is Doris, I mean, really Jungle has. Book. That was by April. We're yeah. only in March right now. Yeah. No, it's it's been it's been a solid year so far. Mm. So uh but yeah, get out. It's uh it's a really good movie. You I don't mean, think it was overhyped even though everybody was talking about how good it was and Are you making a Logan uh, giving it really uh, good reviews analogy and here? stuff? Yeah. No, I don't think it was overhyped. I actually think it lives up to its hype. Do you think well, they okay. had a fan I base? Say that, I say that, but it is at 99%. Yeah. I, I'll say that it deserves that only because we haven't seen anything like this before. Okay, here's the deal though. At 99%, I expect this to be a really, really good movie and all the buzz has been really good. Am I going to be disappointed? I gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay, see, by those reviews and the buzz that I've heard about it, I would expect it to be at least a 9. So I I would be disappointed. Maybe an 8.5. Might, might be an 8.5. I know that kills me. That means it's <laughs> a 17. No, or eight, that means it's, yeah, it's 17, 17 out of 20. 20? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's it's definitely you guys should definitely see it. And okay. I saw it with a theater full. Uh, I'll just come out and say it. it. The racial tension in the movie is very high, and I mean because that's it's what it's about. And I saw it at Tinseltown with a bunch of uh, black people in the audience. And it was hilarious. They made it so much better because, I mean, like, they were yelling at the screen. They were saying some hilarious stuff. And uh, culturally, it's fun, is what you're saying. Culturally, yeah. Culturally, it was a lot of fun to see it with that audience. Uh, They made it that much better. Uh, So, that's made for some of the best movie experiences I've ever had. Yeah. uh, You know, I was clearly the the outcast, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah, so maybe it was fun. I'm the uptight one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go see Get Out. Cool, Jacob. Uh, the only one I think I'll add is uh, John Wick Chapter Two. Yeah, um, I saw that too. Did either of you see the first John Wick? I, I saw. saw the first I saw one, them. Yeah. I saw yeah. them both. Which I think we all, well, the three of us, definitely know. But if anyone listening, you know, it was a. It's become a cult film. Uh, came out of nowhere a couple of years ago, starring uh, Keanu Reeves. And uh, honestly, it's just your cliche action movie. But, but it was honestly, good, it, it was, was a, a fun action movie. movie. It's not like it's anything refreshing. It's just John Wick, the character, is an interesting character. I think what I like about John Wick is that it's new. It's not a reboot. It's, you know, yeah. we've seen yep. this concept before of like um, even just a hitman. But um, shoot, we had one based off of a, of a, a video game. But this character... <laughs> How he kills people, the double tap. Yeah. Uh, you know, one to the chest, one to the brain. Yeah. Um, the look, good action sequences filmed really well. Yeah, I'm not uh, big on action movies. I really enjoyed the first John Wick. It, maybe it's just Keanu Reeves. You know, he's, I'm not saying he's an amazing actor, but he's just, uh, he's he fun for these for movies. He works for that role. Yeah. He does. He, he's, he's fun for these movies. He is. And, um, Look, the second movie is not as strong as the first. It's not. Did you say you did see it? Yeah, I saw okay, both, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not as strong as the first. Uh, honestly, there are some cliche things things in there, but it was still fun. It's it still fun. worth seeing in the theater. Um, and I, you know, we talk about like the um, the everyday moviegoer, especially ones who like to go see their action movies. Mm-hmm. I had a guy sitting behind me who was like, every time someone died, was like, oh, yeah, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ooh, right in the face. You Sounds know? like the Kool-Aid man. He was so... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he was uh, talking the entire movie, and my buddy and I were just like, come on, dude. But And it was every time someone was shot, he was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's just kind of funny. See, that kind of stuff can make movies better. Uh, I liked... I, I really liked the first John Wick, but it, to me it had more storyline. The second one was basically just like, nah, just throw Keanu out there, have him kick some butt. Which was fun. It was and it was choreographed really well. Like the John the fight Wick scenes. versus everyone. And yeah, apparently it really was. everyone in New York is a a, a, a hit man or whatever. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was fun. It's a fun just turn off your brain and enjoy the film enjoy the movie. pretty well. But this is one of those where it's like the endless amount of bad guys. Yes, holy crap! Just over and over the and over. Shootout again. scene in Rome. Yeah, <laughs> that ridiculous. yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> it was it was a fun watch, but it, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. I think that's everything that's in the theaters. I really wanted to go see the Lego movie and Get Out. I just, uh, I just didn't. <laughs> I've, I've watched them we all. We can still go see Get Out sometime, Jacob. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. You, you guys should really go. It, it's it's really, really good. It's Is it 99% good? I mean, I think anybody that watches it should give it a positive review, but it's not like a 10 or anything like that. But it's it's definitely a different, fun kind of movie. We're two months into 2017. Brandon, how many movies have you seen so far? Oh, that's a good. Actually, that's a great question. Let me let me hold on. I've seen three. 
I've seen three. If we were doing a podcast every week, I'd be at eight. I've seen twelve. God. Yeah. You have enough to fill out a top ten list already. Yeah, that's true. I could. I won't hit and mine honestly, at this rate. I won't hit mine till uh, uh, July. It's been pretty <laughs> solid. Look at the movies that have come out in 2017 that have been five. solid. Patriots Day, Split, uh, the Lego Batman movie, John Wick 2, Get Six. Out, Logan. It's pretty solid. The Girl with All the Gifts. What's that? Uh, that movie was good. It's good. Uh, we'll talk about it really quickly. It's a British zombie movie. But it's more drama than it is zombie movie. Mm-hmm. But the zombie stuff is really cool, and it's yeah. a different take. You know where 28 Days Later was kind of a different take on zombies? Okay. That's how this is. And it's um, it's got Glenn Close. It's got uh, Patty. I can never remember how to say his name. Considine. Considine. You see him and stuff. And Jim Arterton. Ar- Arterton. Arterton. What, whatever happened Arterton? to the Smiths and Johnsons of the world? <laughs> yeah, I know. That Jim uh, chick, though, was told... Strawberry Fields from uh, Quantum of Solace. She's super hot. Oh. I wish she hadn't told people it was about zombies because I didn't know that. And I was real confused about what was happening at the beginning of the movie. And I was like, oh, man, is that a zombie? Yeah. Yeah, so. that's, yeah I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Because that's what part of it makes it so cool. You don't know what's going on. Uh, there's basically all these these small children who ha- are in cells and they're locked down by these adults. But by all accounts, really nice and yeah, polite. And really nice. And you don't know why they're locked down, and then you find out why. Uh, but everywhere that the movie it, it kind of explores new territory all the way around. For, it does for the genre. I was really impressed with it. I thought it was really good. It, oh, it's got great reviews. It's still like 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it, it released in England last year, and it just now is getting released over here. It's on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Well, I will say for movies coming up, we'll probably review Kong next. Um, yeah. I'm not super excited about it, but I was fight shocked monsters. about the 80% thing. Yeah. Uh, and then actually what's coming out, a couple of movies coming out in March. Uh, we've got the new Beauty and the Beast reboot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we have T2 Train Spotting, which... I don't know. It's got 78% of Rotten Tomatoes right now. And then we got Terrence Malick's new film, Song to Song, coming out with Ryan Gosling and uh, I just watched the trailer Christian Bale. Yeah. I, I forgot that Malick was coming out with a new movie, but yeah. I haven't really been much impressed with his. He's I'm, just so on and off for me. Yeah, that's how I am. I honestly think he's one of the most overrated act, uh, directors there is. He is like Joe Wright with a bigger name, kind of. I, I think he just tries too hard. He does try too hard. Dude, I feel Pull like that back, scene man. from Tree of Life is still going on where we <laughs> had to watch the evolution of the world or whatever Dude. it was. That it was so, so long. Yeah, it was so dumb. You guys would never make it in 2001 Space Odyssey. No. Nope. I hate that yeah. stuff. Uh, but that movie does look a little bit interesting. It was filmed uh, at 2001 South Space Odyssey? I don't no, know. No, uh, you should watch song. it. It was, but you've never it was filmed seen in it. South by Southwest. <laughs> Uh, it's and it's got a really good cast besides uh, besides the two that you mentioned Ryan Gosling and uh, um, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. It's also got um, it's got uh, Rooney Mara. It's got uh, Natalie Portman, Val Kilmer, Fastbender. Fastbender. That that's the two main guys. I think Christian Bale is just a side character. Benicio del Toro. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah. it's got a great hey, cast. Boyd Holbrook, who plays Hand Guy in Logan. Yeah, Hand Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and we oh, brought it back around guy. full circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end it with Hand Guy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to Pulp Flix. And what did you think of Logan? Tell us on our SoundCloud page or on our Facebook page. Thank you so much. Be sure to, uh, if you listen, 
regularly, go and give us a review on iTunes. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Hey, you if can even positive. email us at uh, pulpflexion at gmail.com. Yeah, do that. And if you don't like us, then please don't give us a review. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to Pulp Fiction. <laughs>